This question is from Zach Jones. He asks, would you rather your break times be heavily monitored or have to comply with drug testing? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um. Hey, welcome to the show. My name is Sean Carter. I host this comedy debate show where I ask comedians ridiculous questions and then give them a minute to make their case, followed by a 30-second rebuttal. On top of this podcast, we also have a lot of material up on YouTube, so check it out. Pick a side stupid on YouTube. And if you're looking for even more episodes, go to our Patreon page. Just type in Pick a Side on Patreon. And for just five bucks a month, you can get exclusive episodes. Okay, our first debate of the night. This was a gauntlet round debate. It's between Angela Sawyer and... Jimmy Zhang and Angela chose the category wild card. So the question is, a customer tells you, thank God it's Friday. Do you explain to him that you work weekends or tell him you're an atheist? I'm telling that piece of shit that I work weekends. Because one, I would like to ruin the rest of their day. They deserve it. But I do not want to turn into, I don't want to be like, boom, now I'm an internet troll, so I can't say I'm an atheist. <laughs> Even if I am, I can't tell anyone ever. have to keep that a secret. Uh, I uh, worked retail for a long time and had many, many people come to see me on holidays and being like, why aren't you home with your family while well, I'm at the register selling them their shit? <sighs> they deserve to feel very guilty. Uh, there is no God. Uh, as, as, as good as that would feel, imagine just telling them that their entire sense of purpose in life has gone, right? That's even worse than saying I have to work on weekends. Because that, like, you're guilt tripping, but you could also ruin their life. You know? Just go for the jugular. Ruin their entire worldview. I don't know if you've ever tried to change someone's worldview, but they won't. Also, I don't. I don't think that there is a God personally, but I got to tell you, if there is, he is definitely the person who sent Karen here to bother me when I'm working overtime. Just ruin their day some more. Like, you know, why not? No? Yeah? No? The thing about saying there is no God is you can do it in the most awkward of places. Uh, like when you give uh, food, when you, uh, 
give food to a church and you just leave some food and be like, ah, have a nice day, there is no God. Right. A lot of good points there. A lot of good points. But I gotta hand the win to Angela Sawyer. All right, next up, please welcome. debate number two. This was also in the gauntlet round. This is between Angela Sawyer and Theo Constantino. The topic was day jobs. The category is teaching. And the question is from Evan Zygmunt. He asks, You realize you're still drunk from the night before. Do you find an excuse to show a movie during class? Or do you teach as planned to avoid suspicion? Screen a movie because I don't like children. (laughs) I don't care what scenario I'm in, especially 10-year-olds. They're the most selfish people. They could not respect... Oh, 10th graders? Still, same. Even more selfish. (laughs) You expect them to respect a hangover? Get the fuck out of here. I am playing Shrek 2, and we're going to (laughs) learn about medieval history, kind of. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. Fuck those kids. Uh, The only thing I can say is, I'm still drunk. What kids? I'm still at the bar. <laughs> and uh, I, if Timmy's in 10th grade, I can still sit on his lap. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. What's a faster way for that kid to learn? That's how he'll learn something. That's for sure. Uh, children are terrible. They should be punished. Yeah, they are terrible. I think that we can agree on. Um, But still, guys, I think you're missing the bigger picture here. Shrek 2, what a masterpiece. It it didn't win many awards, but it should have, right? You gotta culture these kids so they don't become total assholes. They're already halfway there. They're dissecting frogs and shit, not caring. They're like, what are you listening to? Ugh. Can we just... I agree that Shrek 2 is an excellent thing to do with your time, uh, but how much more fun is it going to be when I perform it for those children? And oh my God, am I going to lean into that donkey voice? I'm going to make it very, I don't have an idea too. It's going to be a bad time for them. That's all I know. All right, I hand the win here to Angela Sawyer. This next debate, this was the first debate of the bracket round. It's between Sean Duffy and Nick Ortolani. And the question is from Nick Martucci, who asks, would you rather get a raise or keep your current pay but only have to work a four-day work week? <laughs> uh, I would rather work a four-day work week and then uh, call out one of those days every single week. <laughs> like, hell, I could get another job with all the free time I'm going to have. And at the rate I'm going at, I'm working six days a week, maybe. I'm working two jobs at the same salary. I'm getting a raise, what's getting a raise mean for you? It, just be, it means, means more money where you can do buy, buy more stuff, you fucking capitalist swine. <laughs> 
oh, oh, I need another bath for my car, or <laughs> I don't know what people do with money. I don't know what people do with money. I've never had it. And <laughs> I have never gotten a raise or a promotion in my entire life. I have left jobs into slightly higher positions and then been demoted. So I, I cannot answer this question from experience or even theoretically at this point. I'm going to say less, less work is always better. Good. I, uh... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the raise. I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to work hard and make more money. Maybe, hopefully, one day make enough money I can buy out the entire company I work for. And then I never have to work again because I own the place and never have to come into work. Is that... No, that's not logic. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that would, that would do something. I'm going to get a bath for my car, though. Don't worry. I'm going to make a... <laughs> A lot of money. I mean, you're working two jobs. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep the regular. I'm just working the regular amount. And like, if I get a day off, then I'm gonna like, then when it's Monday, I'm gonna be even more like, ugh, because like I just had three days off. And like, I'm, you're, you get out of the mindset, and then you really, you can't get any, you can't work anymore. You're like, I'm, I just, I, a three-day weekend, you, you, you tell yourself you're retired, and you come back. <laughs> You can't get back. You're like, oh, God. Like, you're coming back from retirement every week. That is hell. That's horrifying. Don't put yourself through that, guys. Uh, yeah, nice to hear from another temporarily broke millionaire, all right? You're never going to own the company. The only way you own a company is to have the money to buy the company since birth. That's the only way... It fucking works. Also, yeah, I would love to unretire every Monday. That sounds great. Just like come in every Monday morning. Like Nick, what did you do? Oh, I checked off my whole bucket list this weekend. I have so many fishing stories now. All right. Also, I have dementia, and it's great. I've 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 worked with people who thought they retired and came back, and they are not happy people. I know for a fact. When you ruin your retirement and you're like, so long, suckers, this is my Friday for the rest of my life, and then you're back in again, and you're like, I did not save anywhere near as much as I thought. <laughs> that is a bad feeling. That is... That once a week for the rest of your life. Do not do that. This debate is between May Keith and Sam Reisman, and the question comes from Hallie Griffin. It's about working in a restaurant. She asks, you slice your hand while making sandwiches during the busy hour. Do you bring your entire work to a halt to bandage up your hand or keep going and maybe bleed into somebody's sandwich? So only one of you in this building knows where I work, and I actually did this last week. Um... And the definitive answer is I absolutely kept cutting those slices of cheese. Listen, blood has iron. It has hemoglobin, both of which you need for a healthy bodily functioning. I am doing you a favor by giving you my type A positive blood. Listen, you would be honored to swallow my blood. I, I, <laughs> You know, I mean, screw health code. It's just a bunch of bureaucracy. I, I, who needs bandages? 
Look, I'm, I'm not saying that you guys can't drink and eat my blood. I'm just saying you can't do that for free. All right, if you, if you want some of this hemoglobin, you got to pay extra. Uh, also, I'm a bit of a drama queen, so yeah, if I can grind everything to a halt and make a horrifying scene and hold up everybody's day, I'm definitely going with that option. The price of the blood is built into the food item. It's part of the overhead. Listen, you can bleed, make food, and make a scene. Listen, I was screaming, screaming while preparing those sandwiches. But you know what? I kept trucking on because I care about the quality of our product. You know that rusty taste when you're eating like a little grilled cheese? Mmm. Mmm. It's like I put a penny in there. Mmm. First of all, I don't give a shit about the quality of the product, all right? My name's not on the building. I don't give a shit. Eat your stupid $12 sandwich. Second of all, the blood price that built in, that's built in, that's for the migrant workers. So <laughs> you, you don't get to claim that, all right? What I'm saying is capitalism is exploitive, right? And it's built in there. And if I'm going to put my blood and sweat into it, I'm going to make a huge scene and I'm going to charge extra. All right, next up we have Tyler Derniak and Stephen Archer. And our question is from Zach Jones. He asks, what's the worst thing about dating somebody that loves corporate culture? Scheduling dates through Google Calendar or that they insist on giving a performance review at the end of each quarter. <laughs> I'll give you the layup on this one, because honestly, I didn't know I was like married to a senior citizen that she's still using Outlook. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Like, we use Slack now. I mean, come on. Um, yeah, exactly. Another nerd somewhere in here. Um, but yeah, uh, the performance review, like, we all fail them anyway, so I'm not really taking your advice on that. But the Outlook thing, I mean, she probably uses, like, MSN2 or some shit. Um, and can't figure out how to even write a performance review. She probably, like, types it on a typewriter or something. Uh, sorry, I'm just making senior citizen jokes here. Um, but yeah, definitely the, uh, the Outlook is the problem. I'm saying that I, I don't want them to do the performance review. Because I know I'm not going to get promoted. Like, like, don't bring me into the review if there's nothing for me to go for. Like, I know this isn't a long-term job. I know you're already on LinkedIn. I know you're already looking for under, other candidates. You might even have an intern or two that are looking good. Like, it's... Don't make me do the whole song and dance just to learn that I'm not getting anywhere. I know that. <laughs> just don't tell me. Just let, I just want to show up to work, get my work done, and then go, go home to, you know, maybe hopefully some people that love me. Like, you know, that's... 
Also, I just I just want to defend Outlook here. Outlook is a is a fine program. <laughs> Listen, uh, I know we don't kink shame here, but I believe there is an entire fetish where technically somebody that looks like you fails a performance review, and somebody that looks like me shows up, and then and then I'm like, I'll, you know. God damn it, Joel, shut up. I'm trying to save the jokes here. <laughs> and then, you know, and then we kind of talk through it together. <sighs> I knew this performance review was just about you bringing in a consultant. Like, I just... <laughs> like, I knew that's what this was. You're the guy who's showing up, like, oh, there might be some layoffs soon. You might want to watch... Yeah, that's 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 that sounds good for me. Next up, we have Laura Clark and Joe Palana. This question is from Zach Jones. He asks, would you rather your break times be heavily monitored or have to comply with drug testing? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Now, I'd rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather have my break times heavily monitored because the th at my office, like, you know, we make little chit chat and small talk and whatnot, but like I tend to dress professional, keep it to work stuff. All my break time is when I'm fully me, and I feel like that's being wasted because people don't see it. They're like, oh, I didn't know she does yoga, huh? I didn't know she could do 12 push-ups, holy shit. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, she likes to watch funny videos. I like to watch funny videos. There's a lot about Laura Clark that is news to me, huh? <laughs> I just like, I don't know. It's pretty cool. Laura is cool. I spend my break times shitting. Because <laughs> I'm not supposed to have cheese, but I'm not going to stop now. And <laughs> And I don't need them to know. Like, just, I don't want my boss to have to tell me to see a doctor. <laughs> like, I, and if I'm doing drugs, I'm shitting them right back out. Like, it's not going to show up in the drug test. Unless they're checking poo now. And that, <laughs> that's news to me, but I've been arrested before for drugs. I could do it again. You got nothing on me, North Dakota. <laughs> I had a response, but I really, really just want to hear about Joe Polana getting arrested for drugs. Like, um, let's see, you can't poop out drugs, like uh, especially weed, it stays in your system forever, it's stored in the fat, it's terrible. Um, I do want to poop in front of my boss to be like, hey, like stop monitoring my every move. Like, do you like that? Because this is, this is what I'm doing. If you're not going to give me the privacy, I'm going to act like you are giving me the privacy. Like, enjoy. 
You know, that's just... Yo, for those in the back, I'm wafting the shit smell at my boss. Yeah. If you couldn't poop out drugs, people wouldn't put condoms full of drugs up their butts. <laughs> There's a reason that we do that, all of us. <laughs> it's Quincy. You've got condoms full of something up there. That sounds worse than I meant it to. But I got arrested at the International Peace Garden. <laughs> That's just a true fact about me. They weren't. They didn't, uh. You guys can't hear the rest of the story. So. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of the story, yeah. go watch Joe Polano do stand-up comedy sometimes, because he tells the story on stage. Ah. Um, so, this is, about, this is an object that we usually don't even see till the finals, but uh, here we are. And I think, like, first thing that you said, I was like, Laura's winning, and then I was like, Joe's winning, Laura's winning, Joe's winning. The benefit of going last, I gotta hand the win to Joe Polano. <laughs> The next debate is between Liz McDonald and Ken Green, and the question is from Hallie Griffin, who asks, Would you rather wait on people that knew you from high school or the boss that fired you from your job two years ago? Oh, the boss is getting some spit and shit in his food. Fuck that guy. Oh, he's done for. Oh, I'm sorry, you fired me from my already low-paying job, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, here, here's your plate of, like, here's your bread. Oh, uh, here's your butter. Oh, and, and here's a plate of my shit in your fucking, like, veal parmigiana, motherfucker. Yeah, you take that shit. Eat that shit. Oh, I'm, fu fu Hi, my, all my high school friends are already losers. So I'm, 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 like, serving them, like, oh, can I have some bread? Well, that's all I can afford now. They're already losers like me, so I don't give a fuck about that. The boss that fired me? Oh, my God. I might as well just put my ass right on his plate because he's eating that shit. I'm in, like, full support of this, so I hate having to argue against it. But uh, not to brag, but, like, someone I went to high school with once told me that I was, like, really cool in high school in, like, a punk kind of way. So I... Wouldn't mind, like, coming face-to-face -face with my former classmates. They probably still think I'm cool in a punk kind of way. I hope. Also, I don't think they would even recognize me because when I was in high school, I wore, like, vintage dresses all the time and had, like, super long hair and, like, bangs. So you, like, couldn't really see my face anyways, so they might not even know it was me. <laughs> my high school friends, oh, we were cooler than you in high school. Look at you now, huh, yeah. My boss, I fired you, and now you're broke, and your life is ruined, and you can't pay your fucking bills and shit. Guess what? I ruined your fucking kidney, because I fucking spit all in your fucking food. I rubbed my ass on your fucking biscuits, or whatever the fuck you're eating now and shit. Yeah, I, you know what? It's fine. My friends see me, whatever. High school friends see me. I don't give a fuck. I, whatever. Eh, you know, whatever. I'll never see them again. I don't give a fuck about them. A boss that fucking ruined my fucking financial situation? It... I don't even know. I honestly just want to help Ken fuck over his former boss. Like, <laughs> I think I might just concede. Let me get in on that. Like, that sounds way fun. <laughs> Ken, if you 
if you work at a restaurant, you have to tell us that. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to hand the win here to Ken Green. This next debate is between Shelley Gruenberg and Angela Sawyer. The question is from Nick Palladino, who asks, It's corporate retreat time, and it starts with trust falls. You're paired up with the person who always microwaves fish for lunch. Do you catch them or let them fall? Obviously, I'm going to walk near a cliff and let them fall right off of it. <laughs> what the f- <laughs> I... I have sinus problems, and I can't smell very well. It's just a weird fact about me. And uh, still, uh, this week when somebody microwaved some horrible concoction in there, uh, I walked by the kitchen and was like, it was disgusting. And uh, that person deserves death. Yes, they do. Uh, Also, who needs to learn about trust? Come on. This is, uh, <laughs> I, I just think that it's a, it's a faster lesson if one person goes down. Then we all learn how trust works really quickly. That's all. We all, you know, we're there to be closer as a group and know something about each other, and those people should know that I hate them. You know, when they go low, we go high. Far be it from me to stop a guy from making smells, you know? Happens to the best of us. I will catch him. I got asthma. I'm breathing through my mouth anyway, you know? So I'll sit at my little desk and mind my business, audibly breathe, I'm sh- and I will catch him and pick him back up so he can microwave more fish. <laughs> you know why? Because I'm a feminist. <laughs> I support him. In fact, when I pick him back up, I'm going to give him a tiny little forehead kiss. I'm going to ask him first, and if he says yes, I'm going to do it. (laughs) That is very beautiful. Uh, uh, We're assuming that this is a dude that uh, did fish in the microwave, which uh, I'm a feminist, so I want him to have a bad time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, I just think... um, uh, going on our corporate retreat and doing trust falls, that's, uh, uh, that's vicious. I've only ever been, I've only been working in an office for a year, and before that I always worked uh, under minimum wage jobs. And holy shit, that first corporate event was... T- in my personal experience, the guy who comes up to me and is like, what are you doing after this? It's a lot more toxic to the work environment than any smell could ever be. The person who comes up to you and it's like, a bunch of us are grabbing brews is way worse than, I would argue it's worse than the carbon monoxide smell. I would rather die than grab a brew with Craig. I shouldn't have said this. That's not, <laughs> that's not you, Craig Biden. Different Craig. <laughs> Shelly Bruin. Yeah, good job. Great job. All right. <laughs> 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 All right. 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 All right
Where are you? So, sorry, Craig. Somebody, somebody get no, Craig. You don't drink, right? Somebody get Craig a soda. Get him a fish microwave. Get him a fish microwave. Okay, so we're in between rounds now. Um, so first off, uh, I'd like to oh, thank you all for coming here tonight. That was nice. This is kind of a good show. So thank you all for I would also uh, like to thank uh, Desmond, who's in the back filming this for us.
start round two. This next debate is between Sean Duffy and Sam Reisman. And the question is from Nick Martucci, who asks, Would you rather have a social lunch with other people or a solo lunch at your desk? Oof, I've, I've been working somewhere for about 10 months now, and not once have I eaten with other people at lunch. <laughs> I, I've been at my desk every time because making conversation is already kind of part of the job. Like, every job, making conversation with people is part of it. So if you eat with people at lunch, you're just working more. You're just working the entire shift. You don't even have a break. You're just, you're just talking while eating, which is not... Not what I'm looking to do. I want to just relax. I want to look at internet memes for what I think is going to be five minutes and turns out being another four and a half hours, so I miss the entire second half of my work shift because I can't possibly get off from that. Uh, oh, God. Um, what else? Uh, I, don't, I don't like talking to people. I feel like that's historically the better answer to give on this show. I, I, I watch enough of it to know how pandering works, and I was hoping you would cheer for the full minute, and I wouldn't have to make an argument out of myself. God damn it. I am an empath. I love talking to people. Hi, how are you? How is your day going? That's great. See, I just, the joy she derived from that interaction, I gained a tenfold, okay? Now tenfold for everyone, I'm talking to the audience because I love it, um, means multiplied by 10. It feels so great to have this teaching experience. This is basically a teaching question. More to the point, Sean Duffy works for a textbook manufacturing company. They steal from students. Ever hear a little thing called promo codes? I don't, I don't, I don't he's, he's, he's defaming me, guys. I ain't never told him that information. You know what? Every, every, no, he did, just, just shut up, okay? Listen, this is why I don't talk to people at lunch, because then they're going to stab you in the back when you need them the most. You're a liar. You... She hated that conversation. I could tell. One person always likes the conversation. One person hates it. You've never been in that position. Listen, the anger you are feeling right now, I am feeling tenfold. How dare you invoke my backstabbing of you? How dare you? That hurts so much. What a shitty thing to do, to take the thing you told me in confidence that I used against you and use that against me. What a terrible person you are. I love talking to people. This next debate will be between Sean Rosa and Tyler Derniak. And the question is from Ken Green. He asks, you're a park ranger and you see someone taunting a bear. Do you yell at them in front of their kids or let nature take its course despite the mounds of paperwork that will follow? Listen, paperwork isn't 
terrible. I mean, it is worth it for the sight of a, a, a reenactment of the documentary Grizzly Man. Especially since, you know, the 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 man he he this is teaching uh, your your children a valuable lesson in in death, um, and that is uh, when when a bear uh, in a hat and a tie steals your picnic basket, you let it go. Look, I, I'm going to yell at that guy in front of his kids because, you know, like the pain of a bear attack lasts maybe like three or four minutes before you die, but the pain of your children never respecting you again <laughs> lasts a lifetime. I'm not going to let that bear kill him. I'm going to destroy his family so that he kills him. <laughs> That's my goal as a park ranger is the destruction of families. That's why we built the national parks. That's why they exist. Guys, I'm an anti-family candidate tonight. <laughs> Go to your national parks and scream at your family. <laughs> Vote Derniak. <laughs> but here's the thing. If you get killed by a bear in a hat and a tie, because he stole your picnic basket. <laughs> you are going to be both dead and lose the respect of your children. That is so much. You get, you get killed by a children's Hanna-Barbera cartoon bear. You... If you get killed by, by Yogi Bear, you just become another martyr in the great cartoon wars. Another venerated soul dying to protect us from Hanna-Barbera. And you know what? I don't want that. You don't deserve that. You deserve a slow, painful family death before your own death. Yellowstone National Park. This next debate is between Joe Polana and Trisha D'Onofrio. And the question is from Zach Jones. The town factory closed down and you've got no prospects. Do you learn coding or start camming? <laughs> Guys, you know they say it's the oldest profession. Um... Coding seems kind of hard. <laughs> and camming seems mad easy. <laughs> I got the goods. Uh, yeah, I'll be a cam girl. Yeah. <laughs> it is so hard out there for an unemployed Oompa Loompa. <laughs> like, <laughs> The discrimination you face 
and the amount that you had, like, coding is nothing after watching your friends die in a chocolate river. Like, <laughs> trying to fish out some fat Brit. Like, <laughs> Augustus Gloop took out my cousin. Uh, and, uh, and so, yeah, I'll, I'll code. I, I'm not going back to whatever island I came from. <laughs> That was made out of chocolate, I know. It's, um, like, geogra geologically improbable, but, uh, so's England. Uh, like it <laughs> First of all, those Oompa Loompas, they don't even know how to speak English. So, I don't know if they are going to be able to learn coding. <laughs> I hate to say it, like I want there to be an academy so they can get that job training that they need. <laughs> oompa Loompa, Doompa Dee. D++, I am very competent in C++. Like, <laughs> I don't need to know English. I need to know Python. Are you fucking kidding me? The shit, this is why Brexit happened. This is it. This next matchup is between Shelley Grunberg and Ken Green, and the question is from Nick Martucci. He asks, worst part of being a teacher, having to buy your own supplies or having to carry your state-issued gun? Uh, man, I'm a, I, I see what's going on in the news today. So the gun is fine. I, the, the money to buy my own supplies, and I, I'm assuming supplies means bullets. So, you know, it's okay to have a gun, but you need fucking bullets in that shit. So, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll, I don't want to pay for them if I don't have to. Because, like, one thing, like, you know, you're, like, looking on your phone, trying to look on Amazon while the guy's shooting down the hallway. And you're like, I need bullets. Fuck. Uh, uh, deliver now. Uh, 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 no, not one day. I'll, I'll, find, I'll, I'll sign up for Prime. Uh, come on, let's go quick. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I hate paying my own supply. I mean, the gun thing, that's easy, but... No, pay for my own supplies. Fuck that. That's that's too much work. Especially when the guy's coming out of the hallway like gonna kill you because, you know, he couldn't find a date in eighth grade or whatever the fuck it was. You know, you don't need bullets if you have a gun. You just gotta show it to him, right? You're just like, hey, watch out. <laughs> I got a gun. No, the first state-funded pistol whipping? How cool would that be? You don't need bullets if you have a gun. You know what? Why don't you just 
date that guy. That sounds easier. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Give him some company. <laughs> Maybe a tiny little kiss. Ask first. But then when he says yes, give him that tiny little kiss. Uh, I'd rather kiss him with a bullet. <laughs> you have a gun. Yeah, you can wave it in there all you want because he has a gun too. Yeah, fire him back and forth. I, I, would, I don't want to sit there and go, bang, 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 a bang. No, fuck that. That's not going to do anything. I can't like, look at this, a gun. I'm getting fucking, I'm getting murdered. I know. I'm, I'll, pay for, I'll pay for construction paper and fucking glue sticks and fucking bullets. Give me all that shit there. And I'll put a fucking glue stick in a gun if that helps. I'll, I'll shoot glue right in his fucking face. I don't care. I'll take that. I'll pay for all that shit. But imagine how hard he'll chuckle when the little bang flag comes out. <laughs> the solution isn't bullets, it's prop comedy, right? You know, when you're like, stop right there and start pulling out all your handkerchiefs. Oh, that's too many handkerchiefs. And so what if you have to buy them yourself, you know? <laughs> I don't want my tax dollars going to prop comedy. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, you were both great, and that's what makes this so difficult. Uh, I'm going to pick a winner, and it's going to be Shelly Gruenberg. All right, this next matchup is between Shelly Gruenberg and Joe Polana. The question is from Ken Green. He asks, worst strip club job pole polisher or vip room maintenance man person well like like they make like non-stick pans so i'm assuming whatever the poles made out of is like at least that <laughs> i'm no scientist i feel like you could get some teflon Poles. <laughs> I don't know, but the vi- you can't wash away gross privilege like that. That is the people that are like I'm so important that I sit in the back of this strip mall and watch someone put themselves through college. I didn't do a pun. It was the truth. That's where they are. <laughs> They're not like in the, no one puts the strip club in downtown Rockland. Like it's not, it's on the outer banks of a shitty town. That's where they are. And they're not bad, but like the people working there are doing wonderful things. They're talented. You know, it's not privilege. It's about the privacy, right? You want to have a conversation. Be like, hey, how's grad school treating you, Cinnamon? (laughs) And then she'll say good, you know? It's about that conversation. It's about that eye contact. You just don't get that with the, you know, the green pans where you can blow a fried egg off. You don't get that with those poles. You don't. I'm sorry, I'm Green Pants sponsored now. Excuse me. Girls got to make a living. 
which is why I clean that private uh, VIP lounge every single day. Fluff those pillows, return those found tassels. <laughs> <laughs> As a former stripper, I promise you, I promise you the last thing they want is conversation with those people. Because <laughs> it goes like this. How's grad school? Good. Okay, you're my girlfriend now? <laughs> I, did, I did good socialization, so now we're married? I have... Two rolls of 20s. That's all. Like, it's not like they're rich. They don't, rich people don't go there. And, you know, maybe she did want to be his girlfriend. Have, I've seen Pretty Woman. I'm, I'm a cinemaphile, if you will. Oh, y'all didn't, was it the ophile part? Is that what gotcha? No. Listen, if I know anything... Women are looking for people to save them. <laughs> right? That's, that's the rules? Those are the rules? It's just, it's just, that was a tough one. It's just, I'm so thankful that we had two feminists on the stage. They don't pay that great. It's still a factory job. <laughs> Not easy to work. No. Oh. No. Right. How old were you when you got arrested? That was. That was. Oh, that story. <laughs> that Stop was, the show and do that story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. All right, and our final debate of the night is between Joe Polana and Tyler Derniak. And our question comes from Zach Jones. He asks, your boss fires someone for trying to unionize. Do you take it up with the NLRB or break his kneecaps? I'm taking it up with the uh, NLRB. Because you know what? Why would I just want to break his kneecaps on my own when I can share it with everyone? Breaking his kneecaps is a union job. I want certified kneecappers. I want people who have paid their dues to be kneecapping them. I want not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a scab. I am not a scab. I am not going to be a scab while making him have scabs. Like that's, I know, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the union together and have them kneecap him. We're gonna get, we're gonna get some really rough, some really rough union guys. They're all, they're all burly. Sorry, I'm just picturing it in my head right now. And it is good. So I haven't finished watching The Irishman because it's three million hours long. But I'm pretty sure things work out great for Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> 
I will say, as much as I want to support the union, it does seem like in supporting unions, you are supporting Italians. And that, <laughs> that's a mistake. <laughs> hey! You can't trust an Italian to break someone's kneecaps. They're gonna trip over all those meatballs they drop. It's like, oh, good lord, the gabagoo—it's ruined. Me and my fellow Italian men, or as I see, me familia. <laughs> are gonna come together, we're gonna show our union cards, and we're gonna kneecap the fuck out of you. For, you're like, you're, we're, it's not even about the boss anymore, it's just about kneecaps. That's what I'm in this for. I'm in this for kneecaps, I'm in this for bureaucracy. I'm in this for America. <laughs> We get it, Tyler. You've been to an Olive Garden. <laughs> when you're there, you're greasy. <laughs> but to quote the wildly cast Al Pacino in The Irishman, fuck you, you wop bastard. <laughs> That's our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. You can check out our videos on YouTube. Just go on to YouTube and type in Pick a Side Stupid. Or for exclusive bonus episodes, head on over to Patreon and then type in Pick a Side. And for just five bucks a month, you'll get all kinds of bonus features. You can find a schedule of upcoming dates for shows, for live shows, at our website, pickasidestupid.com.